the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So there are always tentacles to stories that develop. The major story uh, that developed overnight is that the United States uh, government traded a convicted incarcerated arms dealer, Victor Boot, for the release of an incarcerated American athlete in Russia, Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner's on a plane on her way back to the U.S., and Victor Boot is on his way to Russia, where he will no doubt engage again in the kind of activity that put him behind bars in the United States and made him one of the most notorious arms dealers in the world. That's the main story. What's the tentacle story? Well, I noticed about, I'm going to say, 9 o'clock this morning, there was a social media post from a member of the Dallas Cowboys, uh, a very talented member of the Dallas Cowboys. His name is Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons, apparently, his father, brother, cousin, somebody, served in the U.S. military. And Micah Parsons, who's a star in the National Football League, this guy is a star of stars, best player on the Dallas Cowboy defense without question, maybe the best player on defense in the entire NFL. Uh, Let's see if Micah Parsons' tweet is still out there for all of us to read. I have my doubts whether it will be or not. Ah, here it is, still out there. Three hours ago, Micah Parsons posted a tweet about the swap of a Russian arms dealer for Brittany Griner, one-on-one, does not include the release of U.S. Marine retiree Paul Whelan. And Micah Parsons tweeted, Wait, no, we left a Marine... H-E double toothpicks, no. And I instantly knew that Micah Parsons, at whom teams in the NFL throw every conceivable tactic to block his path to the quarterback, keep him from making tackles, stop him from using his manifold athletic gifts to succeed as a linebacker, defensive end in the NFL. I instantly knew that Micah Parsons was about to encounter a force that he had never encountered before in high school, college, or the NFL. Because Micah Parsons, by tweeting about how ridiculous it is that we left a U.S. Marine in prison and got back in exchange for a convicted arms dealer a WNBA basketball player who led a national anthem protest in the aftermath of the George Floyd riots. Micah Parsons knew he's not the general manager of the Cowboys. He's just a, just a player. He instantly knew that was a bad trade. And he voiced it as such on social media. And I said, cue the left's vitriolic reaction in three, two, and one. And here we are, ladies and gentlemen, 
three hours later with more from Micah Parsons' social media account. Just spoke to some people that I respect and trust. I should have been more educated on the topic and not tweeted out of emotion for my family and others who have served. For that, I apologize. Also, if what I'm told about the attempts to bring retired Marine Paul Whalen home are true, and he posts, then the best outcome was accomplished. Hmm. Really? Did we give up our leverage? Backpedal, backpedal, did we get our? Backpedal. Did we get our leverage? Do we give away our leverage? What is what is Vladimir Putin's incentive now to give us Paul Whalen or Mark Fogel, two U.S. citizens wrongly imprisoned in Russia? We don't have the arms dealer anymore. We don't have him. He's on his way home. But. Wh- Oh, we're going to get him out because Putin's had a change of heart. Putin's uh, turned over a new leaf. Putin feels guilty. What? What What would be the argument now that, oh, and and by the way, um, I'm sure we should, the Whalen family should take great comfort in the fact that Brittany Griner and her partner, I refuse to call her partner her wife because Brittany Griner as a woman cannot have a wife except in Rob Portman's America. Um, Brittany Griner and her uh, partner say they are going to uh, continue to work really, really hard for the release of Paul Whelan. Do you have more optimism that Brittany Griner and her partner will be able to apply pressure to Vladimir Putin and get Paul Whelan released from a Russian prison? Or do you have more confidence that O.J. Simpson, in his unending quest to find the killer of Ron Goldman and Nicole Brown Simpson, will eventually crack that case. I can tell you I have equal confidence in both. Um, so Micah Parsons now has done the um, the apology merry-go-round. And the apology merry-go-round works like this. <clears throat> Number one, you say something bold and fair. Might be divisive, might set people on edge a little bit. But you say something that is bold and fair and true. Step two, the left reads or hears said statement that is bold and fair and true and gets highly offended. Step three, the left unleashes immediate vitriolic hatred upon you. Step four, you plead a lack of education at the time of your bold, fair, true statement. And step five, you issue a groveling apology and hope that you are granted forgiveness if you pledge to never, ever say anything bold, fair, and true that offends the left again. It's interesting. I was speaking about this tactic that the left employs last night to the awesome people that I met at the Pickaway County Republican Women's Club. And I said... And I've used this on the show before. I apologize if you've heard it before, but it merits restating in this case. The Watergate co-conspirator, conspirator, the late G. Gordon Liddy, was all in on doing whatever it took to spy on the Democrats. He was... A bad guy. He was doing the kind of stuff that our FBI is doing and has been doing in the last two presidential elections. 
And G. Gordon Liddy at a party one time in order to show people how strong his will was and how unbreakable his will was, held his hand palm down over a candle, perilously close to the candle. And his flesh began to burn, and it was noticeable to the people in the room that he was holding his flesh like uncomfortably close to the candle, and they could smell it burning, and he did not move a muscle. And he didn't act like he was in pain at all. And somebody asked him, what's the trick? What's the trick? And he responded, steely-eyed, the trick is not minding. The trick is not minding. Micah Parsons could take a lesson from Gordon Liddy. We all could take a lesson from Gordon Liddy. Do you know who's taking a lesson from Gordon Liddy? The moms in the Olentangy School District. The parents' rights and education members in Hilliard. The conservatives who've run for school board in Big Walnut and Jonathan Alder and other areas. They've mastered the trick of not minding. Because the left will always do to you and to them and is doing to you and to them what they did a few hours ago on social media to Micah Parsons. Does Micah Parsons really need the approval of the left? Are the Dallas Cowboys going to sit him down and say, you know, Micah Parsons, you offended. Micah Parsons plays for, let me remind you, the Dallas Cowboys. Okay? The Dallas Cowboys. His opinion is widely held, I am sure, in Texas. But I'm sure he probably got a call from some flack at the NFL or some PR guy with the Dallas Cowboys. Eh, you know, stay away from politics. Don't offend anybody. Sponsors, this, that, the other. Are they going to not put Micah Parsons on the field to sack quarterbacks in a fashion that virtually no one else in the NFL can match? Micah Parsons has the ultimate trump card. They need him more than he needs them. But instead of not minding, Micah Parsons cares way too much what people think of him. If you speak bold, fair truth, you got to master the art of not minding. Because if you mind, brother, they're going to unleash it on you. And they're going to break you. That's why we're in the situation that we're in. It can be a real burden having the uh, steel trap memory that I do. As I was reflecting uh, this morning on the trade of Brittany Griner, the WNBA basketball player, one for one for Victor Boot, who sold 30,000 AK-47s to Colombian terrorists, along with 8,000 surface-to-air missiles and thousands of pounds of C4 explosives used to target American Army helicopters. I had two thoughts. My first thought was, isn't Joe Biden anti-automatic uh, weapons? When I see him up in front of the cameras from time to time talking about the nonsensical nature of automatic weapons and high-capacity magazines and deers, deer who aren't wearing Kevlar vests, do I have the right Joe Biden on that? I think I do. I thought I had him down. Maybe I got him in the wrong category here on my flow chart of who stands for what. I had him down as anti-high-capacity magazines. I mean, if you said, hey, here's a guy who sold 30,000 AK-47s, I would have Joe Biden down as a guy who'd vote no on that guy. 
And if the guy's in prison, I would vote Joe Biden as a guy who would say, would keep him in prison. But apparently I was wrong. The other thing, the other thing that I have in my memory is um, this nagging thought that didn't Joe Biden make a promise in 2019 about how Vladimir Putin viewed him and how Vladimir Putin would comport himself if Joe Biden were the American president? Um, I think, I think, I think, I don't think I imagined that. Because Putin knows if I am president of the United States, his days of tyranny and trying to intimidate the United States and those in Eastern Europe are over. I'm going to stand up to him. He's a bully, just like the president. And I know he doesn't want me to be president, but to tell you what, when I'm president, things are going to change. Hmm. Oh, I didn't imagine that. Again, I would say, now that Vladimir Putin still holds two U.S. citizens, at least two, Paul Whelan and Mark Bogle, in Russian jails, while he was able to secure the release of a an arms dealer sentenced to 25 years in prison for his efforts to sell arms to foreign actors to kill American citizens, al-Qaeda and Colombian terrorists. When is Vladimir Putin going to cave? When is Vladimir Putin going to start shaking and quaking? Is Vladimir Putin aware that Joe Biden is the U.S. president? Uh, Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe he thinks Trump is still the president. Someone asked me on social media this morning, well, your guy Trump, he didn't do anything for Paul Whelan. Paul Whelan sat in prison. Yeah, that's true. He did. But so did Victor Putin. My guess is that Donald Trump didn't make that trade because Donald Trump deemed it a bad trade. And I would deem it a bad trade. I think it is a terrible trade. I don't know why we would give a noted arms dealer in exchange for a WNBA player. Now, here's the other thing. People are saying, well, you know, hey, you got a problem with this. Why do you have a problem with it? The Whalen family doesn't have a problem with it. And that is true. David Whalen, the brother of um, Mark Whalen, released a statement through ABC News today. He said, I'm so glad that Brittany Griner is on her way home. The Biden administration made the right decision to bring Miss Griner home and make the deal that was possible rather than waiting for one that wasn't going to happen. <clears throat> That's a very gracious response. And they're not wrong to feel that way. But that doesn't mean it was a good trade. Just because they are in a... Think of, what are they going to say? Are they going to... What is the benefit of the Whalen family blowing up the Biden administration with their brother still in a Russian prison? Would that be a good move? You think that'd be a smart move? Do you remember back in the early stages of Brittany Griner's imprisonment, how her partner and other people around the WNBA were encouraged to stop talking about her imprisonment because it was said to be imperiling the chances of getting her released? I remember that. It's another one of the drawbacks that I have in remembering the details of these kinds of things. So maybe maybe Vladimir Putin will say, wow, um, they sure drive a hard bargain over there. A WNBA MVP for an arms dealer. I'm not going to take any more Americans hostage. We're going to stop that. That's not working for us. Do you see how stupid this is? And the real 
tragedy of this, the real hard thing to contemplate of this is that it's self-evident if you have any kind of objective standard of smart and stupid that you don't make the trade we just made. It can be great, and it is great that Brittany Griner's coming home. That's great. She's coming home. We got one out of three Americans jailed over there free. That's great. Could we have done better is the question. Should we have done better? Do we have more leverage now than we had before? I don't know how anybody could possibly say, yes, we have more leverage. Vladimir Putin is now more motivated to free Mark Fogel and David Whalen than he was before. Yes, he has Victor Boot back. He's got to be so thankful for that, that he's going to now come around and negotiate in good faith. And the reason why people can't bring themselves to say that is because they can't bring themselves to say anything bad about the Biden administration or its performance. They can't say anything bad about him on the border. They can't say anything bad about him withdrawing from Afghanistan. They can't say anything bad about them chasing courageous military members who wanted to serve their country out of the service because they wouldn't get the vaccine. And you know if the political tables were turned and it was a Republican in charge of those exact same decisions, you know, just like you know that if that was Eric Trump's laptop or Donald Trump Jr.'s laptop or I can't think of Trump's daughter's name. Ivanka? Ivanka Trump's Ivanka. laptop? Yeah. If you you know if that was their laptop, the New York Times, Washington Post, ABC, NBC would be wall-to-wall coverage of it and the things disclosed within it. You know that. And so that begs a question. In light of the fact that today is December 8th, 2022, 81 years and one day after Pearl Harbor. When Pearl Harbor happened, when... happened, we as a country realized that we had been attacked by an evil force and that we had to pull together to fight that evil force. And if we did that, we could triumph over it. Would that happen again? Would that happen again? Is it possible in this age of partisan politics where We can't even admit the most self-evident thing. Is it possible for us to unite around a common cause again? I have a real question about that. And that, my pillow or not, doesn't allow me to sleep very well sometimes. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.